0: Welcome to another Grubby Shepherd podcast. This week's lyrical riff is called Treasure. I'll just read it to you. Treasure, in a field, in heaven, in the darkness, safe from thieves, a solid foundation, where your heart is, carried in fractured, damaged pots, not the kind of wealth won or lost on game shows, or stored in bank vaults or under the bed, but riches that feed the soul and furnish the rooms of our hearts, that nourish and nurture our minds and lead us down a road of grit, grace, and glory. Wealth easily overlooked, appearing old-fashioned or weak, out of style and embarrassing, yet not so flimsy as fragile, and more precious than fistfuls of gold, dollars, or diamonds. The kind of treasure that endures forever and is worth every last thing keeps us walking through life's wind and rain, gives us significance, value, meaning and life, costly and bought with a life laid down. I wanted to write that because uh, a while ago it struck me that a couple of things that the Bible says about treasure are this. One is that Jesus uses it as a story where we're walking across a field and we should trip over something sticking out and we dig around and discover this extraordinary treasure. And what Jesus does is, what he does with a lot of the parables is he kind of makes it huge. He exaggerates the story to exaggerate the significance of the treasure. So the person in the story walking across the field runs off and buys the whole field because he wants the treasure. You know, he, he kind of does everything possible ...to make sure that he doesn't lose the treasure. That's the point, you know. It's kind of cartoon picture in a way. You know, that is about doing everything we can, isn't it? Because... And, and about the value. It's not just us doing everything we can... ...but it's about the value of the treasure found... ...which is the breadth and the wealth of life... ...that is found in Jesus. But then later on, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4... ...Paul writes about how we carry this treasure in damaged vessels, broken pots, cracked jugs, whatever you want to call it. But we ourselves are damaged people, all of us. And this treasure that we found in the field, we're now carrying in our mucky, messy hands and hearts and heads and wills and consciences and lives and living. You know, we carry that treasure within us, but it's not about us being fantastic it's about the treasure and all that that is uh, brings into our lives and all that that offers to us and so I I kind of was thinking about those two pictures together and all the other things that would go with this you know the fact that you know for a lot of people this kind of treasure seems old-fashioned something that people used to believe in something that people used to go after but not now now we've got all these other things and yet it's lasted down the ages. There are two billion Christians in the world. Two billion people right now who have come across that treasure in various different forms and in, in, in different ways. And you know how precious It's so tempting, isn't it, to run after... We live in an age where so much is advertised, so much is put out there as being the answer. I was listening just yesterday to a radio programme where the author of a book called something like... The Unexpected Joy of Ordinary. She'd written a book which was about, rather than looking to all the extraordinary things in life that we wish we had, appreciating the ordinary and the now. And the name of God is I am. The name of God is in the now. You know, the presence of God is in the now, in the ordinary. And that treasure is with us in the ordinary. And again, we can be tempted to look to the the very few brief extraordinary experiences in our lives as being the goal and the time when we really sense God. But actually, the treasure that God gives us is found in the now, is found in today. And often that's difficult to sense, isn't it, in the ordinary and the mundane and the difficult and the challenging. But the promise is, Jesus Jesus said, I will be with you always. And, um, Years ago, I wrote a little parable around this treasure, and I'll finish with just telling you it now. Again, it's the story of someone crossing a field, finding the treasure, and going off, burying it again, and then going off to find the resources to buy the field and get the treasure. And so they do that, but when they come back and they dig up the treasure again, it's changed. It's almost like a lump of coal. It's no longer that bright, shiny thing that they first found. It's become something else, something that needs work, something that needs perseverance, something that needs uh, looking after and cherishing and working on and maturing and all those kind of things. And so I think there's that nature to the treasure as well. That perhaps when we first find the good news, when we're found by God, first of all, it's one thing it's 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 it feeds us and nourishes us in a certain way but as we grow older as we move on in our lives we mustn't give up on it because that treasure will stay with us but our relationship and our view of it and our understanding of it will continue to change and grow that's the grubby shepherd podcast for today thanks very much for listening